This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. You may have noticed some folks sporting some funky facial hair in the month of November. That's because it's the 16th annual November campaign, a campaign of raising awareness for all sorts of issues impacting men's health across the country. Let's talk to November's Senior Manager of Community Engagement, in Canada, it's Shane DeMerchants. Hey, Shane, thank you for making time to be with us today. We're grateful. Dave, thank you so much. Awesome to be here. I'll I'll um, give everyone the caveat. Mine not might not be in the fuzzy category yet. Mine's uh, mine takes a while to get here, but uh, I'm getting close. <laughs> uh, what what style are you going for here? Just a little bit of a top, a little little top mustache. Are you doing a Hulk Hogan handlebars? What's the plan? <laughs> You know what's so funny? I should have kept it because what I normally do is um, for the first half of the month, I will grow the handlebars because it's slow to grow above the lip. Um, and then once I get to the halfway point, normally I give up the handlebars and just stick up. And I, Dave, I did that this morning when I got out of the shower. I shaved up the handlebars. So. <laughs> you, fig- you figured you were going. On- <laughs> you figured you were going on national TV, so you wanted to clean things up a teensy tiny bit. I, I get, <laughs> I get that. Hey, Shane, I remember when November first got started. So much of the focus was around prostate health, but the 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 movement has expanded. So, what are some of the most pressing issues that November is hoping to raise awareness about? These days. Exactly, Dave. You, you said it off the top. This is the 16th annual November campaign in Canada, um, and we grow mustaches and raise awareness uh, and raise funds in support of prostate cancer, but also testicular cancer and men's mental health and suicide prevention. So I'll give you some really quick top line stats on each. In, in Canada, one in eight men will be diagnosed uh, in, with, for, with prostate cancer during their lifetime. Testicular cancer is the most commonly diagnosed form of cancer for younger guys, so around the ages of uh, 15 to 35. Uh, and then when it comes to, to mental health, we're still losing a lot of guys way too early to, to um, mental health issues and suicide. So in Canada, three out of four people who die by suicide side are men. Uh, it's the second leading cause of cause of death for all men up to the age of 45 in Canada. So, so still a, a, a lot of hard work that we need to do, and still facing a men's health crisis across those those areas. Uh, but a lot of really incredible work that is done over the course of this month and year round, um, mm-hmm. and that's generated by the by the conversations and the that are started and the mustaches that are grown this month. Yeah, you really spelled out the need there, Shane, in regards to the numbers and the way this is impacting so many people in their lives. I, I, this may be a little bit outside of that scope, but I'm curious about early detection, what what the what the landscape looks like in regards to early, early detection, because so many of these health issues can be caught by early detection, but we know it can also be really difficult to get access to the medical facilities for those early detections. Yeah, absolutely. I think access is difficult. I think COVID has made um, made some of those challenges even greater in the sense that people were maybe avoiding some of those screenings or avoiding visits with their um, family doctors because they were thinking they were maybe taking some of the burden off of the healthcare system and, and doing the right thing. But early detection is so important, especially when it comes to boys and men and, and guys uh, as a group, uh, a bit of a generalization, but we aren't always the best at, um, at being leaders and some of those help seeking 
tweaking behaviors and being proactive with our own health. Uh, but like you said, early detection is so important, especially um, with both prostate cancer and testicular cancer. Um, when you're able to catch and identify prostate cancer early, uh, your, your um, likelihood of a positive health outcome and treatment and, and odds of survival beyond a five-year period skyrocket uh, compared to when it's caught late, which basically means that it's metastasized and moved beyond the, moved beyond, uh, the prostate. Uh, similar with, with testicular cancer, the earlier that that can be caught and the earlier you can start to go through your treatments, then you keep that cancer from spreading mm. to other parts of your body. Um, and, and we don't normally use this terminology when it comes to mental health, um, the, the idea of early detection, but I think we're all on our own mental health journeys too often when we think of mental health right away, we think of mental illness or depression or anxiety as opposed to it being something that affects all of us. So the more that we can do to make sure that we're being, um, we're keeping ourselves mentally well and, and, and healthy and at our best, uh, and that goes both ways, keeping the people in our lives um, supported mm -hmm. and, and letting them know that we're there for them, that goes a long way. Again, we don't necessarily use the term terminology early detection for that, but being proactive mm. and not what it takes for your mental health as early as possible or, or as consistently as possible is, is really important. Shane, it's almost like you read my mind because that was the word I was going to use in regards to proactivity because in the same way that sometimes men will wait till there's a crisis uh, in terms of in terms of some of those cancers or other health risks, it can be the same thing with mental health that we might wait too long to reach out for help or not even seek help in the first place. And I know mental health was a component that was added in the last couple of years to the Movember campaign. Why was that something that, that you and your colleagues wanted to add to the mix of concerns that you were trying to raise during this month? Yeah, that's a great question, Dave. I, th I think that um, it's, it's important to even ask why would we consider gender when we're talking about mental health and, and really it comes down to some of those stats that I, that I said already. Uh, that stat that four, three out of four people who die by suicide uh, is a Canadian stat and a global stat. So it's, it's an area where we're losing men too early. And, and I think we, we identify that there is a need to take a particular lens and break down masculinity and what it is about masculinity that directly impacts mental health. And, and there are a lot of different reasons and, and I'll uh, veer into generalization, generalizations a bit again. Um, but at its core, there's a lot of stigma and there's a lot of perception that's keeping guys from talking about their mental health um, and reaching out and being, being vulnerable and, and seeking help when they need it. Um, there, there are these ideas about what it means to be a man um, that are keeping guys from doing that when they, when they need it. So the idea that um, reaching out and asking for help or sharing with someone how you're doing um, being perceived as weakness is something that we're working really hard to break down and flip the script on and say, at a moment when a guy or a man is reaching out for help and saying, I'm struggling here, that's a sign of courage and that's a sign of strength. Uh, and that's something we all have a role to play in acknowledging and recognizing. Um, so that, that's that's something that applies to, to every single one of us in, mm -hmm. in our lives. All of guys we care about, and, and that's not true just for guys. It's it's true of everyone. But um, I think in moments where we see that, there's a lot of work to be done to break down some of that stigma. Shane, we're being very serious and earnest. Let Let's move over to the fun side because part of this about Movember is that it actually is fun. It's a fun way to raise this awareness. And we know that for some folks, they may be follically challenged or not able to grow a stash. So there are ways folks can participate this month without necessarily putting on the the funk the funky stash. How can they do so? Yeah, absolutely. We always say, Dave, we're all about having fun and, and doing good. And that's the, that's kind of the idea behind the mustache. It is a little bit silly and is a little is a little bit fun and it helps it gets, gets the conversation started. 
But like you said, Dave, not uh, mustache isn't the only way to get involved. There are different ways that people register to participate in Movember across the country. So you can register to move during the course of the month, um, where we ask people to either walk or run for 60 kilometers. Um, again, representative of the of the 60 men we lose to suicide every hour globally, so one every minute. Uh, you can also register to host an event. So lots of really cool events that are back this year that haven't been able to happen in the last couple of years. So I've been to a bunch of them already. Um, really cool Battle of the Bands event that some firefighters put on, hot sauce competitions, polar dips. So anything with a little bit of fun behind it where you can generate some awareness and, and have lots of great conversations along the way is, is something we're really supportive of. And then uh, lastly, uh, a couple of years ago, we added the opportunity for people to register and, 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 what, and do what we call mow your own way. So it's essentially challenging yourself to something unique that's out of the box that um, you're doing in the name of men's health. And that could really be anything. Maybe it's that um, you play the guitar or the piano and you're going to um, play a song for someone every time they donate or or maybe you've wanted to do something silly like learn to knit and you're going to knit a mustache. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm actually not pulling those out of a hat because there, there are some people who have done those. So, so yeah, we don't want to put up any barriers to people participating and supporting the guys in their life. Um, there's a way for everyone to get involved for sure. Shane, not that I'm trying to flex my own Movember bona fides because you and your colleagues are doing the hard work, but I want to take you back to the fall of 2010 when I was uh, the program director at a radio station in Ottawa and Movember was still really in its our early follicle stages really kind of growing and our station became obsessed with Movember and we were growing some real weird stashes and we decided to run a campaign through the station to get the Prime Minister of Canada, Stephen Harper at the time, to grow a mustache. We sent out press releases, we reached out to his office, we tried to get him to do it. Eventually, in the middle of the month, we ended up doing a protest on Parliament Hill. And I'll actually up, we'll actually put up a picture here of uh, my colleagues and I standing there on Parliament Hill in front of the uh, in front of the the building of Parliament. I'm in the uh, the blue blazer or the blue uh, the the blue windbreaker on the left hand side of the screen, and we have the big Movember sign in front of us and a couple images of uh, Stephen Harper with a photoshopped photoshopped mustache holding a cat. So again, it wasn't meant to be political. It was all in good fun, and we definitely got some uh, some pretty funny looks on Parliament that day, but it was all about raising awareness and it was all about having some fun that day and showing off some wild stashes. Uh, I love that. I'm going to get someone from your team to send me that picture afterwards, Dave, because oh. that's incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you say that we do the hard work, but honestly, um, the success of Movember is based on moments like that of our community being passionate and and like like we said already doing things that are fun and doing things that that are maybe uh, grabbing attention in a way that that uh, just their mustache isn't so yeah kudos to you guys for 12 years ago you, you have me beat by a year actually my first november was was 2011 so love to hear love to hear <laughs> some of that stuff from the from the older november days oh well maybe i did flex my bona fides a little bit there i didn't mean to uh shane where should people go to learn more there's still a couple days left in the month and you guys are doing incredible work year-round where should they go to learn more? Everyone can head over to our website. It's simple. It's just movember.com. Uh, you can read all about every program we've ever funded there. So in Canada, we funded around 300 innovative men's health programs. You can read about those. If you have a friend in your life who's growing a mustache or is moving to support Movember, uh, they will have a page on our website. So you can head over there and give us some kudos and make a, make a donation. Um, and yeah, take a look around. Look at what we're recommending for all guys to do when it comes to their own um, health and whether you're a guy or not, or you have a guy that you care about, um, do a bit of reading and see how you can better encourage them to uh, be proactive with their health. Shane, thank you for taking the time for us today and good luck with the rest of the month and all the best to you and your colleagues over there.
Thanks so much, Dave. Honored to be here. That's Shane DeMerchant, the Senior Manager of Community Engagement for Movember Canada. Putting that picture up on screen uh, fills me with some lovely warm memories, uh, although it was a cold day in Ottawa in the middle of November. All of those guys, everybody, all the guys and girls in that picture, everybody in that picture I'm still in touch with this, to this day from working at CKDJ 107.9. Uh, some of the happiest days of my life right there. A uh, little bit of wonderlust and nostalgia for Dave today. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.